0: In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. As this is my family's first Christmas here at All Souls in Oklahoma City, uh, Merry Christmas to you from myself, from my wife Kristen, and our son David as well. It is a gift for us to be here with you. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christmas is a wonderful time of traditions. Uh, Each family has their own uh, things that they like to do. Uh, One of ours is driving around to look at Christmas lights through the city. I'm sure many of you do the same. Uh, Of course, we all uh, like to give and receive gifts to show our love and affection for one another. And in many of our homes and in our church, we, of course, have the reading of the Christmas story from the Gospel of Luke in particular. As one of our most significant traditions, but the gift of the Christ Child, in which we envision in the beautiful imagery of the crèche, which is rightly etched in our minds and maintains an important place on this day, is not the beginning of the Christmas story. That story does not begin in Bethlehem, does not begin with Gabriel's announcement to Mary. It begins somewhere else entirely. To help us see this, the Church has traditionally read the Gospel reading that we have for today, the first few verses of John's Gospel. John tells us nothing of the birth of Christ. There is no manger, no Mary, no angels, nor shepherds, nor any wise men. Instead, this passage serves to remind us all of the bigger and more ancient picture and John calls us to that by opening his gospel with the very same words that open the beginning of all scripture in the book of Genesis. In the beginning. The story of Christmas begins at the beginning, and actually, it begins before the beginning. John's very next word after this phrase is the word was. In the beginning was the word. Whenever the beginning happened, all the way back in the furthest reaches of our history books and the furthest reaches of all creation, the word already was. There is no beginning of Christ that we can fathom. John will quickly tell us that this word is indeed the person that we know as Jesus Christ. This is where the story begins. Not in time but in the eternality of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And having set our minds and called us to this true beginning, John proceeds to describe the gifts of God. The gift of creation. In Genesis 1, we read about in the beginning, and we hear the repeated refrain, and God said, as each thing of the created order comes into being. It is the very Word of God, Jesus Christ, John says, that is actively involved in this creation, in making everything that comes into being. There is nothing that exists that has been given to us and that has been brought into being except by God the Father and God the Son. This entirety of creation is the first gift of Christmas. Yet we don't have to read very much further to know and understand that although God is light, that this word is light and fills the creation, that there are those in creation who will choose not light, who will choose not God. To choose something other than the light of the world is to choose darkness. And although the light and life of the word of God has come and continues to shine, into all the dark places of the world, the darkness and those who walk in it do not comprehend it. They don't take hold of it, but neither do they overcome it. Having spoken of this gift of creation and recognizing the existence of darkness, John's Gospel quickly moves and points us to the gift of the Incarnation, which we recall especially this day. The Word of God, who was in the beginning with God and who is God, comes verily into the world as an infant, born of a virgin, grows into the person of Jesus Christ, and shines light through the world by his actions and his words. The author of the letter to the Hebrews calls him the brightness of God's glory, the express image of God's person. Although he made the world, Jesus steps into the world to help us see yet more plainly the light and glory of God. And yet Christmas becomes Maundy Thursday and Good Friday. The world does not recognize its maker. The world does not see his light, or in fear of the light, they try to extinguish it. And yet, more blessedly, Good Friday becomes Easter. The gift of the Incarnation, the second gift of Christmas, is not in the past but continues in the present and offers to us yet a third gift, the gift of restoration. Although there are people who do not and will not receive the gift of the Christ child, those who do receive it, those who embrace the light, who take not only the baby in the manger, but the fullness of Jesus, who is both God and man. To those who receive him is given the gift of restoration. We are given through no effort of our own, simply through receiving the power of God to become children of God. We receive a renewed relationship with God that was lost in the darkness of the garden in the beginning. The birth of Jesus ultimately points to God's gift, the third gift of Christmas, to enable each of us to be reborn of God, to have life anew and forever. The gift that we need is no less than the giver himself. God has, always has, and always will continually give himself to us in creation through the Son, through his Spirit, through a renewed life and hope in him. This life most clearly seen in the person of Jesus Christ is yours and mine to unwrap. So let us receive it. Let us continue to unwrap this gift of Jesus, not only at Christmas, but each and every day. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.